Wife of the Party, episode 242. I cannot believe I've done this 242 times. That's crazy. That's so exciting. So thank you for being on this ride with me. Some of you who've been here from the beginning, it's been super fun. And today is no exception. Kathy and Kirsten came in to talk about not a book. Oh my God. We're not talking about a book today. Today, we're talking about volunteer burnout. Kirsten came to me last week and she was like, I have an episode for you. Let's talk about getting burned out as a volunteer. The three of us have volunteered the whole time we've known each other. And I think Kirsten in particular was feeling a little burned out. So we chatted about it. We chatted about organizing our life and our week and making lists and writing things down versus computer. And I don't know, just a three friends shooting the shit about being a volunteer and what's great and what's not great. So I hope you enjoy that uh, this episode with me and Kathy and Kirsten. And by the way, my website, wifeotp.com has changed. It is now birdieboyproductions.com. B-E-R-T-Y-B-O-Y productions with an S.com. And there's a link to Wife of the Party there. You can still email me there and uh, you can access the podcast there. Uh, but yeah, we've 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 gotten a whole new website. So birdieboyproductions.com. You can also find Burtcast there. Something's Burning is on there. Open Tabs is on there. So um, yeah, don't hesitate to reach out. I love your emails. I got the most amazing email yesterday from someone. Um, and I always love reading them. So don't, yeah, don't hesitate. Just go to birdieboyproductions.com and uh, check out the Wife of the Party page. So thanks for coming back, and I hope you enjoy this episode with Kathy and Kirsten. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. I roller skated to your door at daylight. It almost seems like you're avoiding me. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Excellent topic today. Should we call it bitch session or I'm just kidding. <laughs> Should we call it volunteer burnout? Cause same, same. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> sort of. I, but is it vol? Here's my question before we even start. Is it volunteer burnout or is it incompetency burnout? Uh, no, because no. I think that's specific. I think okay. there's a larger issue. Okay. Yeah. So we all three volunteer in different capacities, in different places. We volunteer together as Girl Scouts. We volunteer separately at our kids' schools from time to time, some more than others. Uh, we volunteer. Yes, different organizations. We all have a lot, of, lot going on. Volunteerism. And I would like to say first and foremost for everyone listening, we are privileged that we are able to volunteer. Mm -hmm. It is a privilege. It is not um, something that a lot of parents can do because they're working multiple jobs and they don't have time. They don't have the space, the energy or the resources to do that. So we are really lucky that we can contribute to our community in the way that we do. 
Uh, I, I say that correct to, to preface. <laughs> Well, yes. we're the shit storm that's about to start lava flowing from everybody's mouth so everyone knows we're not assholes. Correct. Although yeah. some of us who volunteer a lot do not like are maybe lacking in resources because we have not had because the the volunteering has taken the front seat to actually mm. income earning. Mm. So I would offer that as well. Interesting. Yes, but but true. Yes. And also, I think the other thing that we need to preface is by saying this is not a Girl Scouts bitch sesh, even though we will. I definitely have some <laughs> fine points about the organization. Yes. Um, but we adore our Girl Scouts. Yeah. We are. I think we're all completely on board with we love them. We're not. This is not saying, well, I'm not actually I'm not showing up to the next meeting, but that's. <laughs> We're happy we to are very, still be doing this yes, as we love the girls yes. and we love the parents and we yeah. are very much mm-hmm. appreciated. We feel the appreciation mm-hmm. and the love from our troop parents. So any troop parents who are listening to this, <laughs> this is not about you. Nothing it's, personal. Yes, it's Although some of you do suck, but I mean, no. <laughs> some of you could learn a little from this. Maybe just take a titch no. here and there. No, they're very like they they're very loving to us. Yes, they tell yeah. us repeatedly. They thank us repeatedly. Yeah. They tell us repeatedly that they are grateful yeah. and they get us nice gifts and they're, you know, yeah. so it's not it's not about that. I guess And the girls are appreciative and respectful yeah. and But we, we have yeah. to preface it with that because that's that's what most of your listeners hear us talking about is yeah. Girl Scouts. Yes. That's the primary. But volunteer I volunteer thing. at high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. All three of us volunteered heavily in our elementary school. Uh, yes. I volunteered very minimally in middle school. I don't know what you guys did, but um, yeah, we've all, this is, a, this is a cumulative conversation Yes. over, I don't know, 10, 12 years of volunteerism? For me, it's 14 years because um, my kids went to a co-op preschool, uh-huh. which indi- which means a volunteer position. <laughs> so you actually like volunteer to, you have to work for a certain amount, amount of hours. You have to work one day a week for like teaching and cleaning up and feeding and and doing all the things that you do at a preschool. And then in addition, all of the fundraising, <laughs> et cetera. Yeah. So it was like, I... The elementary job. was jump started um, mm-hmm. in preschool. So, yeah. Yes. So you're absolutely right. It is the cumulative effect of 14 years of hardcore volunteerism. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if this is prevalent everywhere or if it's just an L.A. thing. I think it is prevalent everywhere. I was talking to my mom on the way over here and I said, oh, I only have I can only talk a couple minutes. I'm going over to Leanne's. Uh, to podcast. And she said, Oh, what's the subject? And I said, volunteer burnout. And she just, she was like, Oh yeah. (laughs) And then I thought about the fact that she, she really modeled like the volunteer, uh, you know, just the volunteer value. Like she really, she volunteered in our elementary school. She, she volunteered in all of our schools in, in a huge capacity. Um, but also she, you know, the cancer society, the heart society, like she just, she did a ton, a mm-hmm. ton of volunteering. And, um, and I do remember in her sort of later year, like she's 78 now. Yeah. So in the more recent years talking about going out to canvas for the heart society, which she very much believes in mm-hmm. their mission. Um, but just going, no can do yeah and like i get it i get it yeah 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 so why are you feeling so burned out 
you know, part of it is from Girl Scouts and it's not from even what we do in terms of showing up every two weeks and the camping trips and the whatever. It's also just what they demand of us on mm-hmm. an annual or biannual mm-hmm. basis. So or monthly or monthly or yeah, exactly. Just mm-hmm. all of the 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 um, red tape about that. So, you know, we we had to we all had to pass a mandated reporter, mandated reporter training. Um, we also every two years do the um, first aid training, which is a multi hour like it's what is it? 20 hour course or something Both like that. Both of them mm-hmm. are multiple. Multiple. Hours. Yeah. Yes. Like four, five, six, eight. Yes. Ten like, like hours. Yes. Training. And yeah. and I don't just because the uh, first aid is the most recent one that I did. It's at least 20 hours. Uh-huh. It's a, forever. Um, so and I, I don't have a beef with like being a mandated reporter. I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to, to mm-hmm. provide that service and to, to know that I am happy to have first aid training theoretically. But <laughs> <laughs> when it came to spending those 20 hours, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh my God, 20 hours is like, yeah, it's (laughs) it's a lot of hours. It's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was very resentful doing Mm -hmm. those hours, Mm -hmm. even though it's like the end result is like, I'm first aid trained. I really do want to keep, to renew that. I want to keep current all the time because it does change. Like from the time I took my first first aid training, it was all about the breaths in the CPR. And now it's like, oh, you don't have to give the breaths if you, you know, the most important part is the compression, is the compression. So it's like, it changes, you know, um, and it's very important to, to stay current on that at the same time, just the, the requirement Mm -hmm. of it, just Mm -hmm. being of knowing, oh, well, this doesn't even dip into the actual hours I spend, you know, coming up with curriculum for the girls, like for their journeys, for their badges, like running around town to pick up the things that we need for their badges and journeys, showing up on Sundays and showing up on, you know, to the camping trips, to the whatever. It's like, again, yeah, the cumulative effect. So I, um, that's what brought it up right now was honestly all of the training, the CPR and the, the trainings and then signing up for nuts and chocolates and all <laughs> of know, the, right? just the paperwork oh. of just like filling in all the stuff just so that we can sell products for Girl Scouts. The, and the required the, the requirement. The, the, of that I think is. the problem with a lot of that with Girl Scouts is there's so many requirements mm-hmm. and I don't even do all my requirements. You should review the volunteer toolkit every year. Are you kidding? That thing's like 84 pages long. I'm not doing that. I'm not. And half the time it's fucking inaccurate. Uh huh. Yes. So like when you're looking for information in that document, it's either missing, it's not there, or it's outdated. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, why the? F- yes. Why am I going to spend my time or, reviewing my time. it? Yeah. Or like, I'm not- occasionally it's just common sense that you're like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> if someone falls, you report it. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. That's not hard. Got it. Yeah. Here's the form. Um, yeah. Yeah, that the, the all the requirements, and then you know, Kathy and I are, are the product sales chair too, um, and the, all the requirements for that. We have to be trained every year, and I'm like, we have been doing this. <laughs> it just tell me what's changed. I just need right. to know what's different, yeah. and invariably, there's something different every year. So we do have Which to have. They don't actually tell you. They don't tell yeah. you until like you're in it, and then you're like, wait, this is not the same. Yeah. I can't yeah. find last year's sales report. Oh, yeah, we moved to a different website and that one now you can't access it. And you're like, what? Well, if I'd known that, I would have printed it out before you shut it down. That's mm-hmm. shit like that happens, yes. too. Yeah. It's so frustrating that the red the red tape, I completely agree. 
Um, you know, I think that's why people have stopped being teachers is because of the red tape. That's another, I mean, a teacher is a paid volunteer position in a lot of ways because yeah, they don't get paid Yeah, they're paid and volunteers enough. because they don't, yeah. Yeah, yes, they that's don't what get I mean. paid for all their hours. You're right. right. Uh, uh, yeah. That's true. And so who wants to do that and have to fill out this report? And, you know, I, I, from what I understand, my aunt retired because of paperwork. She said, I spent so much time doing paperwork for the principal, mm -hmm. paperwork for the county, paperwork to get supplies. Paper I couldn't just walk to the office and go, I bought these supplies here. Can I have the petty cash? It doesn't work like so much bureaucracy. She told me she quit because of paperwork. This was a teacher who won like the state award for science teacher. She was the most amazing science teacher. And she was like, I, I just, it's too much stress. And I'm t is taking time away from what I could do for these girls. I feel that way about Girl Scouts a lot too. Yes. I mean, I don't want to spend my summer either doing the the mandate yeah. reporter man, but yeah. the whatever that fucking thing's called, and the Red Cross thing, and then the nuts and chocolates training, and and then every year, oh my God, this makes me nuts. Sorry, no pun intended. But <laughs> we do the nuts and chocolates when we go to launch our campaign. Oh, and Kathy and I have to watch a 10-minute video. That's the and, same 10-minute right. video you from last year. You cannot progress until no. you watch this video. They force like, you to they, watch you, it. You literally cannot continue. And you're like, really? It's the same it's video so as last painful. year. Yeah. I, it, it's all common sense. Yeah. There's nothing that you need to know nope. in that fucking video. Yes, it's only 10 minutes. But again, it's the requirement of it. Yes. I'm required. That is the, that's the, like, yes, that's, that's the burden. That's uh -huh. the part that makes me angry is that I'm forced to sit here and waste 10 minutes of my time while I have this video playing in the background, which is annoying me. I'm clearly doing something else and not watching this video. Oh, 100%. So why watch it? Right? Right. So exactly. Yeah. Why watch it? Why yeah. are you making me do this? So the now point I'm just pissed is to off waste your time for it's 10 like, minutes, <laughs> even though I'm yeah. not paying attention to it. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't. How does that help? Yeah. It doesn't help. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. I think. Um, and that's the part that makes me not want to do it. Right. Like walking into the meetings, like I don't ever feel resentful. No, right. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah, but all the ever. other shit, I'm like, fuck, why are we doing this? This is so annoying. I agree. Yep. I don't ever feel but. resentful when we're doing things with the girls. Correct. And yeah. I actually am not resentful when we're when we have that big meeting at the beginning where we plan everything, because then I go. I like to get our ducks in a row so that then we right. can basically, not really, but basically show up and do mm -hmm. so we're not meeting all the yeah, time yeah, and yeah, planning right. all the time. So I don't ever mind. Although there is that moment of panic on Saturday night. I know, we're, like, we're like, wait, shit. What are we doing tomorrow? Do we have snack? What do we have? What, I, was I supposed to oh. do something? Because I'm clearly not prepared. I was still on panic last Saturday. And... <laughs> And we were even, I don't know, we did something Saturday night. So I was like, oh my God, like I'm not prepared. So I got up at the crack of dawn on Sunday yeah, yeah. and like, I know, so I did like this, you know, science project that you guys had done. It was a soil erosion project uh, experiment. Super fun, yeah. super interesting. Um, but it... <laughs> That cut to me, 6 a.m. Sunday morning, digging in the yard, digging up soil. And Leanne's like, why didn't you just stop at the garden store and pick up soil? And I did not have the bandwidth to make one more stop. Like I was uh -huh. just in that stage yeah. of the week of having done so many freaking yeah. errands that I didn't have another errand in me. So yeah. then cut to me in the backyard. So errand burnout also. Right. <laughs> cut to you in the backyard. Burnout. Digging, digging, digging. Digging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So why are we feeling burned out? Maybe it's about more than volunteerism because I feel errand burned out too. I feel email burned out. I I got 18 text messages in 20 minutes when I was in the shower. 18. That's what I think it is. I think we had that moment during COVID where everything was calm. Remember when like you didn't get 18 emails or texts or whatever. Nobody was doing anything. Everyone was like, wow, we all needed a moment to take a breath and evaluate our life. And then all of a sudden COVID is over or whatever. um, And we're right back into it. Mm -hmm. Like that moment where, oh, we need to appreciate this slowed down life is over. Mm-hmm. It's like that never happened is what I feel like anyway. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like 100%, we are you were right, right back into it. And I'm like, fuck, I never wanted to be back here again. Yeah. It sucked yeah. last time we did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it sucks now. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Why are we booked back, 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 back to back? You know? I don't know. Agreed. I, I do think it's volunteer burnout for me. I'm ready to earn money. Like, honestly, because uh. I, I'm ready to, because at a job, you have it ideally if you're doing something you love then you have that passion and then on the days that you're not feeling passionate about it and it's just about the money it's just that it's like well i'm getting paid and so for 14 years yeah. of mm-hmm. i i do have a part-time job but it is it's seasonal which makes it sound like i I'm doing something exciting like boating or <laughs> it's a, it is just, it's a book that gets published twice a year. That's like a technical book. So I edit that twice a year and that's good, but it's not a consistent thing. And I, I feel that for me, I need, I, I want a job because I have a daughter who's starting college next year and I'm panicking um, about that. But I, I also need to have that, like in those down moments of going, well, at least I've got a paycheck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At least I'm contributing towards my daughter's education um, instead of just feeling run down and then with no outlet. Yeah. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm run down from this. And then the expectation is never take a break from any of the volunteer organizations that you're working from. There's always more to do. There's always a way that you could be doing more. Mm-hmm. And I definitely felt that when I took a step back in the later years in elementary school, I was there literally all day, every day for the early years. Mm-hmm. And I could not sustain that. And there was definitely a sense from the other volunteering parents, from the teachers who you help out when you take a step back, it's like, Oh, that's, What's nobody, wrong with you? Nobody likes that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. We liked you better when you were working all the time for us. Yeah, yeah, right. for free. Yeah. You're killing yourself. Yeah. Wife of the Party today is brought to you by Docatot. Now, I haven't had a baby in a long time, and I didn't know about Docatot when I have a baby, but my sister-in-law has two, and she... I don't think could actually live without a Docatot. A Docatot is, uh, I think they have several different products, but the one that she had was like this horseshoe-shaped thing that was padded that you could put a baby in and they couldn't roll over. It was brilliant. I spent my days rolling up little receiving blankets and shoving it in different places around my baby so she couldn't roll over. Docatot is just, you just put it down and you put the baby inside. They come with cute fabrics. They're really soft. They're very versatile. You could use them anywhere. You could put them on the floor. You could put them in the crib. You could put them on your bed. You could put them on the table. And the baby is safe and comfy. If you're looking like me, since I'm not having any babies, I I always have someone in my life who's having a baby. 
This would be a perfect gift. Anything from Docatot. They have a, an ergonomically correct Lamaman wedge that's designed to kind of decrease your neck strain and help you with postpartum for mommy. Uh, the Docatot obviously is a great gift for any nursing mom or any not nursing mom to just have your baby be in a comfy, safe, cuddled up, snuggled up place that's stylish and cute, that's portable. You can take it with you. Babies, mamas, and gift givers. This is the best brand you can buy for the precious child you love most. Get 15% off at docatot.com with the code WIFE. That's 15% off with the code WIFE at docatot.com. Parenting is hard, but docatot makes it easier. Okay, this episode is also brought to you by Factor. Oh my God. They sent us a box of their product and I am totally hooked. Okay. It is pre-made meals that you can just heat and eat for one person. I'm sure you can order multiple if you have multiple people in your house. I had their smoothies. Uh, they were delicious. They were a grab and go option. They have a little protein, plant-based protein. I add a little extra protein and now I have a protein shake, shake it up, go in the car, got a delicious protein shake on my way uh, on my busy day. I had their um, risotto for lunch. Delicious. And it's a microwave, like you can cook it in the stove too, but microwave and go meal. They have vegan meals. They have vegetarian meals. They have meat meals. They have all different kinds of meals. There's 30 plus meals per week and 36 add-ons like smoothies, juices, snacks, and more. Uh, it's cheaper than takeout. And uh, when things get really busy, you can change your 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 order plan. Um, you can have four between four and eighteen meals per week. That's crazy. Like this week, I was so busy, I could not figure out lunch, much less dinner. It would have been great to have looked ahead and gone. You know what? I just need a lot of factor meals for this week, and I don't have to worry about anything. Personally, I have one kid at home who lives almost entirely on potato chips and ramen. So I've kind of given up cooking for her, but I still want to eat good food. So as soon as this came, I went, oh my gosh, here's my solution for my eating by myself at night because my teenager is out and about. This is delicious and it's healthy. It's vegan. It's veggie. It's protein plus. It's keto. It's calorie smart. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved. Um, it saves me time. It the risotto I had was delicious. The smoothies were awesome. Head to go.factor75.com slash wife130 and use code wife130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's code wife130 at go.factor75.com slash wife130 for $130 off. I'm going to read that one more time just so you get it. Go.factor75.com slash wife130 and use the code wife130 to get $130 off across six boxes. Go.factor75.com slash wife130. I know what you mean. I, um... My my daughter's school had asked me for years to volunteer, and I kept saying no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I went. You know what? I think I should because I don't. I, once Georgia got to be graduating, I realized I knew so few parents, yeah. and how you get to know parents is volunteering. 
So I was like, okay, I, I, I would like to, I'm going to volunteer. So I went to the, to the, uh, they asked me in the office and I said, I will do one thing, one thing. I'm not just because I do one thing doesn't mean ask me for the next and the next, I will do one thing. So I chose the one thing Mm -hmm. and I did it. I did it all the way and it was great. And that was in the spring. Summer comes just wondering, would you do this other thing? And I went, I told you, (laughs) I told you when I said, yes, I would do one thing. I will not do anything else. Had a parent call me. Yeah. And I said, I apologize. I am far too busy in the fall to participate. I have my one thing and that's what I'm doing. So I just had to be like very clear, but they still keep coming. Well, maybe she'll just do one more thing. Yeah. No, 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 I was crystal clear. I will do one thing. And that's the tough thing about right. a boundary is that, first of all, it's yeah. hard for you as an individual to come up with what is my boundary going to be? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do the one thing. And then you lay out the boundary and you're very clear with the boundary, but then maintaining the boundary takes so, so much yeah. energy. Yes. It's honestly easier to just go, yeah, sure. I'll do Your boundary. Right. You know, as we all know. Or just not do anything at all. Yeah. It's so yeah, right. hard. You know, like, yeah. I do yes. the paperwork for Girl Scouts. Paperwork for Girl Scouts is four forms. We have to fill out four forms every year. They're the same four forms. They don't change. They're not rocket science. There's one form that 50% of the parents do not complete every year. We had one child get injured a, a long time ago, and they questioned my paperwork for a second because something wasn't initialed. And then I went, okay, note to self. I will fill everything. No, it wasn't. There was something. It was in that over-the-counter medication Mm -hmm. form. And there's like a, uh, like anything else listed. You know, the the place that that was questioned when Uh when we had the injury was there's a thing at the top that says any list any medication they can't take, and then you circle everything underneath that you you know Mm -hmm. yes or no. Mm -hmm. And she had just left it blank. And they said to me, there can be nothing blank. She should have put none or not applicable. There can right. be no blank places on any of your forms. And I went, okay, noted. I'm not going to have a parent not be compensated with insurance because I have a blank on the form. Because that's the loophole that lawyers and mm-hmm. insurance companies look for. Is something as stupid as she didn't write none. Right. You know, she just left it blank. So then I'm very diligent about making sure all that shit has something on it. Yes, that little bitty initial part is a problem. There's one little bitty tiny space at the bottom. If you don't know what's there or you're not one of those super diligent people who reads every word, you you don't see it. So every year I end up having six, probably six or eight parents who either miss the where you put the nun or they miss the initial or both. And so I end up like highlighting it, post-it note, please sign this and return it to me by mail because I have to have the original copy before our next meeting. And so that's my time. Every fucking year, same form with the same two places. And it's usually the same people who I have to return it to and go, initial, initial, come on, come on. So I've addressed all these envelopes because legally we're not supposed to have them at a meeting without these forms. So I can't even start my first meeting without the form. 
Obviously, I could go, fuck it, I don't give a shit, and just do the meeting anyway. But I'm trying to be compliant with what they're asking me to do. So I return all these forms back. They drib-drab back in. Some people mail, some people drop them off. I have one person in our troop I have zero forms for. Zero. So what happens with my forms is we are required to have a binder on site that has all these forms in it for every meeting. We're also required if we drive somewhere, each driver has to have what's called a troop binder, which has all these forms in it. So at the beginning of the year, I take those forms, I make multiple copies, I distribute them throughout all the binders. So if we ever go anywhere, I go, here's your driver binder, let's go. So I don't have to make these copies when it's happening. And because I'm missing one girl, I cannot move forward. So I am, I, I could, I could make copies and make all these binders, Mm -hmm. but I guarantee you, she's going to show up. We're going to go on a field trip. I won't have her binder. She'll fall down the stairs and break her neck and we will not have a fucking form. You know what I mean? (laughs) But do you know what I mean? And I go, I'm going to forget it. And I have ass. I have ass. And there is nothing worse than doing everything on your to-do list, but not being able to cross off something on your to-do list because someone else hasn't done their part in your to-do list. I emailed and said, I still need these forms. I need them right away. And the response was, they came with the thank you note that she sent you from the lake house. I got the thank you note. It was in a lovely American greetings envelope. There's no mm-hmm. way she could have possibly put four yeah. forms in that envelope. They were not in there. I do not have them. So uh, that was a week ago. I still do not have those forms. Still don't have them. So I'm super frustrated. I hear you. And that that form thing every year, I'm like... It's just so easy. It is it's your name, address, phone number, email. Can she take acetaminophen or uh, whatever it's called? Yes. Ibuprofen? Yes. Can we treat her medically? Yes. Hey, is she going to sell product? Then sign I mean, it. It's literally, some of the questions are like, can we put aloe on? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's they so have stupid. A sunburn. Yeah. It's the most ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really frustrating to give of your time happily i'm yes. happily yeah. giving my time so then i think it's it's really not a lot to ask that you give your time when i ask it fill out these forms and get them back to me by this date so do it because <laughs> because i am doing so much reflect your appreciation back to me in your action not just your words and not just with the gift card which i appreciate but i would like it to make my life easier, not harder. Yes. I think that's sort of like an overarching theme in like, I don't know, as a woman, as just as a human being, it's like, if somebody makes my life easier, right? (laughs) It's like, that's the greatest sign of appreciation and respect, Yeah, you know? Yeah. I love that you said that. Okay. If someone makes my life easier, it is the greatest sign of appreciation and respect. Maybe that's how we should present it to our husbands when we say, hey, can you take out the trash? You know what I mean? If he if he if Bert looked at it that way, I wonder if it would change how he behaved, you know, because I say you don't ever help me around the house. And he goes, well, I'm so busy doing other things instead of saying, if you make my life easier, it makes me feel loved and respected and appreciated. Maybe I should say that. I want to try it next time. It's home in two weeks. Um, Good luck. I know, right? We'll see how that works out. 
I've been trying uh, so many things all these years, maybe that will, he'll go, oh, I definitely want her to feel loved and respected. I'll take out the trash. It won't happen. Who are we kidding? Um, it can't hurt to drop the seed though. No, right. So how do we fix this volunteer burnout? Can you fix it? I, I know for me, I need to figure out boundaries. Like that boundary that you said, I will do one thing. This is my one thing. I think you have, like, you have to, know what your boundary is. You have to establish mm -hmm. a boundary in order to uphold it. Yeah. And I don't currently have one. So I went back and forth, like in middle school, it was like, there was a year that I was like, I'm just doing nothing. I'm just doing nothing. I'm just doing nothing. Somebody asked me, okay, okay, I'll do it. And then, yeah, yeah. And then I end up doing like a flood right. of things. I see. And, um, yeah, the problem is it's, it's hard to establish that boundary right now because it's like Girl Scouts, we're in it. You know, yeah, yeah. we've got the the youngest ones in our troop. We have four years left. Mm -hmm. It's like you want to make it good. It's the Girl Scouts are almost like a reflection of our parenting in that sense, where it's like mm -hmm. we only have these amount of years left. Yeah. Let's make them good ones. And they're so um, into it. They're so yeah, into it. Leave. I don't want to leave. No, absolutely. I don't want to yeah. leave either. So it's like, OK, I'm in it there. How do I maybe how do I make some of that easier? How do we like in the past? We used to ask. Um, uh parents to help us out with certain things, bringing mm -hmm. in certain, you know, certain things I could have reached out. Um, mm -hmm. if I had organized in time, <laughs> I could have reached out to the parents in our troop saying, Hey, can somebody bring the dirt? Right. <laughs> somebody bring somebody whatever. Pick up a bag of soil and yeah. drop it off. Yeah. So I'm not digging at 6am. Um, somebody probably had some right. in their backyard. Yeah, like that, that that's a problem bag. is that volunteering is like, we're doing a lot of it, but also doing so many things in life that it's like, okay, I'm thinking about it last minute because I'm volunteering on Sunday, but it's like, I forget about the prep work yeah. that goes into it. And so then if I had prepared earlier, then I would have been able to ask mm -hmm. for help in those areas. So I think it's like establishing, figuring out like what sort of help to ask for in that context. But it's also like, you know, this is one of my daughters. It's her last year in school. She auditioned for and got a role in the school play. Amazing. It's really nice. exciting. Both my kids have a, a role in the school play. Super exciting. They need help. It's a public school and they need mm -hmm. hours. And I am happy to do that. The teacher is goes above and beyond and is giving of his time by being there after school for hours yeah. every day. It's, you know, um, so I want I want to help. But again, and then the school, it's public school. It's a very small school. So it's not even like, you know, in the behemoth public schools, mm -hmm. you can maybe have like a false sense of maybe someone else is doing it. Mm -hmm. This is a small enough school yeah. that I know that if I don't do something, you know, it's. He'll be doing it by himself. Yeah. So um, I want to do that. I, I need to figure out some boundaries of all of the. OK, let me ask you this. OK. I, this is helping me so much because I am doing the same thing you're talking about, not just with volunteerism, but with life in general. So we just went to orientation for Georgia for college, right? And they were saying, because she's on a quarter system, which is only 10 weeks, those kids tend to get fall behind very quickly and have a hard time catching up. Mm. So they recommend, she said, in this digital world, everyone has a digital calendar. And it is not conducive to a quarterly system because things are so um, condensed that you can't look at your calendar on Sunday for this fall, coming up week. You'll fall behind. 
what you have to do is look at your calendar two weeks ahead. So you've already seen the upcoming week last week, and then you're seeing the next week. So you can see what you Mm -hmm. need to kind of start this week for your following week. Mm -hmm. So if you wait and you're just compartmentalized week by week, you will fall behind. So you need a right in it day planner so that you can physically see what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really think about that for myself till this conversation where that's what I do. I look at my day the day before. Uh So I have no time to prepare for digging soil in my backyard. Yeah. I don't have a schedule where I go Sunday night. I'm going to look at my whole week and I'm going to put things in place that help this week be smoother, more efficient, more effective for me. We get in this hamster wheel of life and literally I'm going to bed going, what's my day tomorrow? Oh my God. (laughs) Oh yeah. What? (laughs) That's what I do, right? (laughs) Yesterday, we have had such a week here at Birdie Boy Productions. We've been shooting something's burning all week and we've been shooting other things Bert's been interested with because we're paying the camera crew and the sound crew by the day. So Bert's like packing all this shit in. We've also hired a producer, Jennifer, who is amazing. And so we're trying to get her up and running and restructure our business. So we have all these business meetings, all these shoots, which I'm not physically on boots on the ground with the shoot, but it's in my freaking house. So I'm involved, like it or not, in some capacity. So, I mean, like I went to cook eggs yesterday and the salt and the pepper were out here. And I was like, I have no salt and pepper. Come on, people. You can't strip me of all my rights. I, I need salt and pepper. So I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm just eating egg with nothing. So I, I suffer. I suffer. But, but I, as Jennifer has come on board and where Jennifer has suggested, we actually have an additional person who comes like maybe one full time, like one eight hour day a week and does like the PO box and, you know, mail and that kind of stuff. And I was like, maybe I need to sit down and do what they're talking about with this visual day planner. Maybe I print my weeks out on my, cause I'm never going to get away from my digital calendar. Right. I can't, I'm not going to carry around. You remember the checkbook size yeah. day planners we had in high school where you wrote teeny tiny. Oh, I have to go. But to you couldn't read it. anyway. You, can't read it. Yep. you could only buy it from that one thing that came around once a year and you filled out the form. And like three weeks later, you got this pocket <laughs> checkbook size calendar. That was the best. You got to pick out the scene on the outside. You remember that? <laughs> no. Oh, you guys were missing it. No. no, I think I know what you're talking about. It was like a little bigger than yeah, the checkbook. I know what that, but right? like, we never filled out a form yeah, to like choose. Oh, we had to special to. order them. Remember, I'm in uh, rural Georgia. There's no bookstore. There's no uh, no where to go buy that yeah i think ours maybe came from like a a stationery store like hallmark oh no no we didn't have anything anywhere near that this was a fundraiser that someone did you know when they used to sell like wrapping paper and whatever (laughs) whatever that fundraiser was also sold those little checkbook size calendars (laughs) and we were like give me the catalog i can't wait to pick up my calendar for the year it was such a big deal and we don't do that anymore i mean i think lynn is the only person i know who actually has a day planner i do that I always have have a day day planner, planner, but I have to say that since the beginning of 2020, since the pandemic started, I stopped using it um, because I wasn't going anywhere. (laughs) I wasn't going anywhere. Um, You just go nothing. And then I just, I got out of the habit of using it. I do uh, something. My, my um, family thinks that I'm weird for doing this, but I am constantly taking scrap paper and writing out a calendar. Sometimes it'll be a one week 
Um, mm-hmm. Like just exactly what you're talking about, a snapshot. Sometimes it'll be the entire month or depending on what I'm like looking, whatever is coming up. It's uh-huh. like, oh, if the play is coming up, then maybe I'll do like three weeks out. Like, oh, tech week. Okay, how are yeah. we going to eat during yeah. that <laughs> week or whatever? And um, yeah, I do that constantly. I have duplicates of the same weeks of like, I, I just do that as an exercise so that I can visualize it. It's not enough to see it on the same. I need the act of writing it out yeah. to remind me yeah. to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's part of what the, the university's yeah. um, orientation was talking about too, um, was just the act of, of physically writing it in a day planner. It sticks and in your brain better. It once sticks you in your brain. It, so. And they said they need to have like month at a glance and week at a glance mm-hmm. and it's double work and they're going to complain and they're not going to want to do it. But every successful student does this. That's so interesting. Lily every year picks out a day planner that's exactly that. Really? She has the month and then each week and she mm-hmm. she uses it religiously. Yeah. Like that's how she functions. Isla just started so. doing that and it's so incredibly helpful mm-hmm. for Isla. And I, you know, I encouraged her to do whatever she needed. I would like less print, put it in the computer and we'll print it out. But the act of writing it yeah. is more helpful for her. So I wonder if you even have a fakey make-believe day planner where you put all your shit in your digital calendar and on Sunday you sit down and write in your day planner this yeah. is my yeah. week yep and so you know your week and you go here's where I need some backup here's what I need to shift maybe I'll try that I'm curious mm-hmm. to see how that would affect my anxiety you know yeah. I don't have anxiety like my family has anxiety I have a stress is really what we call it I guess where I go like today's a perfect example I I always, there's a couple of deal breakers in my life. I never miss therapy and I never miss working out with my trainer unless it's something I absolutely cannot figure out. So my trainer, I usually work at 11 on Fridays. He was able to move it to eight, which means I got home at 930 and I have this at 10. And then at 1115, I have to stop because I have to, thank you, do some ads for this to be on the road at 1130 to go to a mother-daughter luncheon that ends at four. So my day started at six and just went all the way to four to the point where I'm like, how do I have time to take my dog out? Figured out a solution for that this morning while driving, like totally texting while driving, totally breaking the law going, can you please come over and take my dog out at noon? Thank you so much. And then I have all these other things that I'm trying to manage while driving. And if I had maybe sat down with my day planner, I could have at least organized the dog. I could have at least organized the other things I was trying to text. Well, even been aware of it, right? Like sometimes you're not aware until you wake up that day and you're like, oh shit, what about the dog? Yes. Right? Whereas if you had the week, you'd be like, oh, wait a minute. There's no space for dog walking at all in this moment. So, and then you have an entire week to figure it out since it's on Friday. Yeah. I think I'm going to buy a fancy day planner <laughs> and see and see what that does for me. Because I wonder if that in- contributes to our burnout. The the last minute inability to come like what you're explaining, what you're describing is Saturday night. I go, oh, yeah. shit, what am I doing for tomorrow? You're up at 6 a.m. digging dirt out of your yard. Right. Like that's because so even stressful. though you have a plan and you know exactly that you're yeah. doing this, like it's not in your brain enough to prepare earlier in the week. I did the same thing. I called you on Friday. I was like, what the fuck are we doing on Sunday? Yeah. Like, what do I need to do? <laughs> right. Yeah, and I, I was and then moving Sunday her morning, into college and I was like, uh, 
Sunday morning, right? I was like, I sat down to print out the bills that we needed. You're like, I just found them. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because mm-hmm. it's 9 a.m. We start at 11, yeah. right? Like I hadn't prepared anything. Well, I got home so, that night before. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, so wiped out. I was like, Girl Scouts is just going to have to wait till tomorrow yeah. morning. And you know, when I have it at our house, so I do have some prep before you guys get there. Like I put the table out and the sign up. Which yeah. is not that much, but it does take a, it, it takes some everything focus. takes time. That's the yeah. thing is that it's always about it's not that much. And yeah. I tell myself right. that, too, about, well, it's not that much, but it is. It's time out of your day that you could have been taking Mona outside. Yes. You could have been True. like 10 minutes, like the, the 10 minutes and the interruptions to life. So yeah. it's not it's not right. to minimize putting that table out and all this stuff like it. That's something like it. It is. Yeah. Well, it it's is the cumulative effect. Yes. Again, it's a cumulative yeah. effect. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I better, I was like, this is what I thought. I bet Kathy didn't print that stuff out. I'm going to go print it out. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell her I'm going to print it out because I'm already here. And then as I was printing it out, I was like, wait a minute. I think I have, I think I saved one example of everything I used so I can just make copies. So if that's true, I'll have the bills. Mm-hmm. So I pulled out my bucket and I did. And I went, perfect. Kathy doesn't have to do anything. I got it. Just make copies and we're ready. Right. So, but yeah, I'm with you. I would, I didn't do it till that morning. Yeah. You know, I didn't even I, think about it till you called me. Yeah. And I went, oh shit. That's yeah. right. I get home that night. Right. The next the, day we that's have That's like meeting. the double-edged sword, right? We sit down in July, plan the entire year and then sort of forget about it. Or yeah. I forget. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I, I forget. Oh, I forget. <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, that's so, oh, I was you like, know, oh, we times got it. But I've then, looked at the calendar yeah. and gone, I have Girl Scouts this weekend. <laughs> oh my God. I've done that a million times. Yeah. yeah. Like all of a sudden you're like, well, I've already planned it. So you sort of, I don't know, just forget about it. And then you're like, wait, shit. We actually have to do some stuff for this. While we may have a plan, we need soil, we need bills, we need <laughs> yeah. whatever we might need. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about fine. this? Do you, did you, uh, I don't hear you talk about volunteering at your kid's school very much. I took a massive step back when my kids left elementary school. Yeah. Um, And it was easy because we went to a completely new school. It was a completely new community. So nobody knew that I had volunteered a lot. (laughs) I kept that very secret (laughs) and didn't take on any new responsibilities. I was like, I can't. I need a moment. So I did a couple of things. And then there's not a lot to do in high school. And I do volunteer for theater. You know, both my kids were in the theater program. I do stuff every year, um, every show actually. But the volunteering is a lot different. Um, Very often it's providing a meal for tech week or whatever. And that's calling somebody to like drop off food and paying for it. Yeah. Um, So it's different. And, you know, that's not like I always go pick it up and I set it up and I serve the kids and whatever. But like, it's very easy. It's very, very different than what I used to do. And I'm cool with that. I'm actually okay with that. Um, So that is, I sort of bend my boundary. Like I, I guess, and no one really needs to know because there's not a lot else that you're being asked to do in high school, really. Um, I've stayed away from the big events and I'm like, I'm just going to focus on this. Yeah. Right. Um, which has been good. So really the biggest thing that stresses me out is the Girl Scout stuff. And it's partially my own fault because I do wait until the last minute. I forget about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then all the other shit that just makes me so annoyed and (laughs) 
it's like the annoying, it's never going to not be annoying. Yeah. You know, the financial piece is never not going to be annoying when you have to do it. No. Like it's just, that's what it is for the next four years. I'm going to be annoyed every time I have to do it. Yeah. They're never going to make me not. Yeah. It's never going to be They're never going to learn to put something like, nope. they're never going to learn to not hold a meeting when it could have been an email or not <laughs> no. write an email. If it could have been a text, like yeah. turn it into a pamphlet, people let's yes. be done. Yeah. Um, and they're never going to, you know, they're never going to get their shit straight. They're just not. It's been 10 years and it's still a clusterfuck, right? So I have no vision that it's going to get better in the next four years. So I just need to suck it up Yeah, because the rest of it is worth it. So if I just keep that perspective, Mm -hmm. this sucks. It's always going to suck. Moving on. Well, yeah, and you definitely, it's it's the devil you know for sure. Yeah. Because we know exactly what this devil is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it is the devil. It is of Satan. No, the organization is, I, I love what we do with the yeah. organization, but it is very um, poorly run, in my opinion, um, for, at the volunteer level. I don't know anything about their money or any of the, the corporate yeah. shit, but as a volunteer, m- how they run us is um, inconsistent and uh that's what bothers me. I think the most is the inconsistency and to see another, uh, troop leader, cause we have monthly meetings who doesn't comply and still moves forward is confusing. Also where you go, we had one camping trip. We were younger. <laughs> this person's <laughs> no longer a leader, but we had this one camping trip and we were all out camping mm-hmm. and these two leaders had their troop. They're in our neighborhood. And she goes, Hey guys, you want to stop by our camp? We have wine. And I was like, you can't drink at a Girl Scout troop meeting. I know another Girl Scout troop where they sleep in the tents with the girls as explicitly explained. It's crystal clear that you cannot sleep in the same tent. And that's how they do it. And I'm like, all these freaking rule breakers and nobody's regulating them. But I somehow feel like I'm in trouble if I don't do my mandated reporter. And I don't show up at the monthly meeting. Why? Maybe that's a flaw in me that I can't break a rule and just go, fuck it. But I can't do that. I don't think that's a a flaw. I think that the three of us are rule followers (laughs) for better or worse. That's just who we are. And. And isn't that the example that you should set for your girls? You know, if the Girl Scouts say we have to do it this way, we can say, hey, we don't agree. But this is what they say. So we have to, you know, like when we went to Weed Alley and they wanted to ride wave runners and we were like, it's not our choice that they that is not allowed in Girl Scouts. So we're not allowing it. But I wonder if some of these other loosey goosey parents would go just do it anyway. And then someone freaking runs into a boat, loses an arm and now you have no insurance. I I can't do that. I don't my my brain doesn't work like that. But it is frustrating sometimes to sit in those meetings and. And look around and go, you drank at the camping trip. <laughs> you know, you sleep with your kid in a tent. You don't fill out your paperwork. <laughs> that was one time this woman said, what's this paper you're talking about? And I literally was like, are you kidding? You're a troop leader and you don't know about this over-the-counter medication? Come on! Or whatever it was. Yeah. This is like Girl Scouts 101. How have you been a leader for like four or five years now and you don't know about this thing? You're lucky no one got hurt. Because literally, and, like, and then like, what are you, are you just doling out Tylenol on the side? Like, yeah, is right? that okay? Like, what the She's hell? She's a pusher man. Like, 
freaks me out. Like it's I know it's a she's big like deal. slathering aloe over <laughs> all those kids. <laughs> While in the tent with her own daughter, slathering and drinking on the side. It's rule breakers. That's crazy. Slathering aloe. No, but really, to your point, yeah. so many kids have so many allergies. You don't know. That shit is scary, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we went where we were at lunch with Georgia's college roommate. And um, we were eating pizza. And we were talking about al- like food allergies. Do you have any food allergies? I asked that because I'm planning on sending care packages. And if someone is allergic to nuts, then I'm not going to include that in George's package. Right. And she said, the only thing I'm allergic to is Tylenol. I, it, I like, I took it one time and I almost died. And wow. I went, that's scary. wow, that's terrible. She said, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was really scary. I'd never heard anyone being allergic yeah. to Tylenol, but um, yeah, she said she had, she was hospitalized. She took one Tylenol and had an immediate, like almost immediate allergic reaction. So if you don't fill out that stupid form that yeah. says, what are you allergic to? It's life or death for some kids. And yeah. of course you would think the parent should say to you, hey, just so you know, right. don't ever give her Tylenol. But they don't. They don't think about it. And it's this onus is on us to find out with yeah. that stupid form that that other person in the Girl Scouts doesn't do. And I just kept going, What? How do you people sleep at night not filling out all your forms? Come on. Shame. 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 You form skipper, you. You aloe slatherer. How dare they? <laughs> I don't know. Volunteerism is a, is a difficult, not difficult, a complex thing, I think, because it's so fulfilling. I've met all of you, all of my close friends from volunteering because you have a similar value system at the end of the day with the people who are volunteering for the same or similar causes than you are. So volunteering is a wonderful way of enriching your life in multiple ways. It's so amazing to watch these Girl Scouts go from kindergarten to 12th grade and watch them progress and grow and learn things they would never learn if it weren't for us, really. Like they didn't teach a lot of these camping skills in the classroom or anywhere. And a lot of these parents don't go camping. Not that that's the biggest deal in the world, but it's really cool that they all know how to use a pocket knife to some capacity. And they all know how to light a lantern and they all know how to use a hatchet a little bit. (laughs) And they all- Pitch a tent. How to like be away from your parents. Poop I mean, in the at woods. this point, it's a little bit different because they're older. <laughs> how to poop in the woods? Yeah, yes. one 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 person knows how to poop in the woods. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Maybe. And luckily, it's not one of us. <laughs> no. <laughs> I already knew how to poop in the woods. But yeah. what were you saying? Uh, I don't remember. Ah, sorry. No, I think that the, the tough thing about volunteer burnout is that it, you're right. Like it is very fulfilling. So then, the feeling of burnout makes me feel like a bad person. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it, it makes me feel like, oh, well, isn't it enough to do good things? Like, yeah. Isn't, isn't that enough? Like, why isn't it enough right now? And I, I that really bothers me. It makes me feel right. like a bad person. Well, I think the nature of the person well. who volunteers is someone who has that ethic that you should give to your community. I grew up uh, with 
grandparents and my dad who would do anything for anybody. So they didn't necessarily volunteer for an organization. That stuff kind of didn't really exist in my hometown. But, you know, I remember a tornado hitting our school and on the news that night, seeing my grandfather pulling fire hose because that's what you do. You just show up and do. And he he hosted fundraiser after fundraiser after fundraiser to build buildings onto churches, to add stuff to schools because he had a farm and he had a big barbecue pit. So he would just barbecue and then we'd have these big fundraisers. And that's a value system mm-hmm. that you are taught. And and to not help when someone needs help is foreign, right? That's a very foreign feeling. It felt really bad to say, I will do one thing. Yeah. And only one thing. And when they came around in, I, I was like, I am the biggest bitch ever to say no. What an asshole. But I was like, I just don't want to. And I would just do it with resentment. And resentment is so bitter and yucky that I wouldn't do a good job. Um, the one is enough. It is hard. I know exactly what you're feeling. You do feel guilty when you don't, when you say no. Um, so you just got to pretend. Yeah. Like, just don't let anyone know. Um, but it's interesting, you know, you were talking about earlier your mom and I was thinking my mom was the same way growing up. She actually was a huge volunteer. She still, well, she doesn't now, but within the last 10 years, of her life, she was still volunteering for various things, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting that all of us did grow up mm-hmm. with that being the norm, the mm-hmm. role model, whatever. I hope our kids get that. Yeah. I mean, I, so I think too. they have it a little bit, although it's tricky now because they're forced to because they have to do it for school hours or whatever. But I hope that that is a value that they continue to have later on in life. I think it will, at least the three yeah. of our kids, because mm-hmm. the three of our kids see that this is a volunteer position mm-hmm. that we are doing of our own volition. We're not we're not required. Yeah. And my well, kids and they had see it required... outside of Girl Scouts, yeah. too, like all of the other things that we volunteer oh, absolutely. for. Yes. My you kids know. both had required service hours for mm-hmm. middle school, but not at their high school. And yet they still are like, oh, when when's the next Heal the Bay? Let's sign up for that. And they're yeah. they want to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm not worried about our kids. I'm worried about how long I'll last. (laughs) (laughs) Will she make it four more years? Mm -hmm. I mean, by the time uh, these older kids are gone, the juniors have graduated out, they're going to be more leaders than our (laughs) troop members. We can really, we keep saying we're going to take a a day off or a weekend off, but we only take it off when we have something else to to do. do. Yeah, We don't ever just take it off. So maybe that's something we should start doing too. I'm happy to step in and do whatever agenda you give me. I don't need to to write Mm -hmm. the agenda or I can, but maybe that's what we start doing too. I think the hard part with that though is like, that's the reward, right? Well, yeah, yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? Like that, the the Sunday part is the reward for all the other shit we have to do. Yeah, it was really fun doing soil erosion. Yeah, uh, exactly. Experiment. It was not fun digging in the yard. (laughs) Call me in at 6 a.m. next Sunday to come dig in your yard. That's what needs to happen. And I'm going to need you to go over in your backyard, (laughs) dig up. Leanne had bags of soil in her backyard, so I would have gone, well, I just have soil. And I have gravel. Just about the soil. Also, it was like, I read in the thing um, Saturday night that it was like, oh, we're supposed to be uh, we sh- we're supposed to grow our own grass first <laughs> and then so have because one of one of the things was soil only one was like soil with like um dead leaves and mm-hmm. and then one of them was like 
grass. grass. With grass. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. So like, I, instead of grass, we did clover. There was a patch of oh, okay. clover in our backyard. So I literally had to dig deep and like get, <laughs> get the, the soil roots. and the roots and the clover, the Boy, whole thing. Boy, you worked way too there. hard for this, Kirsten. I, <laughs> I went to the nursery and bought like catnip grass. I, I thought about doing that. I just didn't have another stop in me. Yeah, Do you, you ever a, get yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Where it's like the littlest thing. Our poor cat went without, like she takes a supplement and she went without it for a while because I just could not make one more stop. Yeah. One more stop was just beyond. Yeah. I had that yesterday. I was right by the vet to pick up Mona's meds and I was like, I can't do it. I cannot do it. I'm just going home. She's got enough to get her through tomorrow. I was literally... In front right. of the vet. All I do is pull over, right. get and out, then, and get it. Like, now you got to go back. Yeah. Right? Which is even worse. No, I'm sitting somewhere in else. The, <laughs> in that moment, yeah. you're like, I just can't do, can't it. do it. Even though I know yeah. I'm making my life harder, yeah. I still can't pull the trigger and make it happen. Well, I'm going to buy yeah. a day planner. And I'm going to sit down maybe on Sundays and write out my whole week and see if that improves my stress during mm-hmm. the week. I went to... I started going to acupuncture because I'm having perimenopausal, like massive night sweats. By the way, it has helped me tremendously with the night sweats and stuff. Um, I haven't had a single headache since I've been to see her. Um, And uh, yeah, so that's been really great. But um, I don't know why I brought this up. There was a reason for the acupuncture in particular. What were you talking about before? Sitting down Sunday. Writing out Oh, my acupuncturist, I went to see her this week. And she said, "You." she doesn't know anything about me. Um, she knows about my health. Like I've told her about, you know, all the things I'm concerned with my health. She doesn't know about my life. But she said, you work a lot. I said, yeah, I do work a lot. She said, your body is five times more tired than it should be. Your whole body is like, you need to reduce what you're doing by like five. And I went, that's funny. I could reduce it by one five, (laughs) but I can't reduce it by five. I can't do that. And she was like, well, you need to find some way to give your body some rest. And I wonder if some of that is like this morning I got up And because I had to get up, feed the dogs, walk Mac because he's still in confinement from his surgery, um, feed myself, make coffee for myself, get dressed for working out and take Isla to the bus all in like a little under an hour or right around an hour. I started the hamster wheel when my feet hit the floor. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point I went, you need to slow down. Functioning at this speed in your brain and in your energy doesn't make things more efficient or make it happen faster. Doesn't slow down time. You're right. just revving up your stress. So stop and just be here. You have enough time to get this done. Just get it done and go work out and be there and then go here. And then of course I, I lost track of time while we were working out and we ended 10 minutes late. And I was like, I said, when we started, I've got to leave on time. And I don't, the clock is behind me. So he should have been watching the clock. And I panicked. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be late. But I found a whole new way to come home. Mm -hmm. I got home at the same amount of time, same time of day I would have before. But I was like a freight train in the house to shower and like change and makeup and very little makeup, but a semblance of makeup and get in here. 
And then I went, I need to stop again. I need to stop and be here because I'm not going to slow time down by internally being panicked. Right. So I wonder Mm -hmm. if that calendar thing would help me with less, have less internal panic, you know, internal racing. Um, I feel like my RPMs are real high. Like that psychic that came and said, you're like the swan where everything above the water is really (laughs) calm and below you're like, so fast. Um, I don't know. I'm going to try it. Have not started our book club book. Neither have I. Have you? Of course you have. Of course you have. (laughs) You started it before though, right? Started. Started. Yeah. I've started. I haven't even. But yeah, I'm not in a rush. I'm like you. I feel like this is a slowing down time. I feel like I have not taken the messages from the pandemic, from like the, mm-hmm. the lockdown, from having a heart attack. I feel like I need to be more boundaried about that and going, you know what? All of these things are leaning in towards rest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Rest. What do you think, Kath? Mm-hmm. It's a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> How do we make that happen? Yeah. yeah. The calendar. The calendar. <laughs> See, sometimes the calendar stresses me out. Oh, yeah. Because I then get in the hamster wheel of like, okay, I have to take out the dog. I have to eat breakfast. I have to do this. So I write down all of the shit that you're like, you don't, I, that's not really what's happening here. But like, I can't function until like I get it all out. But that's more stressful because then your to-do list has 400 things on it. And you're like, this is fucking stupid. I don't need to write down that I need to eat. Right? No, like, no, no. I, don't. I don't need to write now. But that's I'm, how I get when I start writing things down. Uh, that's you know like I mean? Frog and Toad. Do you, do you guys read the Frog and Toad books to your kids? No. They're oh, the most years beautiful, ago. brilliant yeah. books by Arnold Lobel. I highly recommend them for adults to, to slow down. In fact... I am going to make this promise. I'm going to go home and I'm going to read a frog and toad book to myself <laughs> when I get home to try to slow myself down. But toad, frog and toad are these best friends and frog is the the even tempered one and toad is crotchety and he's just, he's always over something and there's always something that's driving him crazy. And toad um, makes a list and he includes wake up <laughs> on the list just so he can cross something off. <laughs> No, I'm saying I'm toad. Like I'm totally toad. I practically put wake. I mean, I don't yes. put wake up, but I put no, but shower. I, feel like I have it, never gone a day in my life without right, a shower, except right? for when we're we're camping. Like right? literally, like, there's yeah. no reason to write that shit down. But yet I can't stop myself. And I'm like, what? This is not helpful. Okay, you people are broken. <laughs> I don't write that down. Really? You write down shower? I do. Well, no. sometimes it's to remind me of the time of day that I want to shower. So, for example, if like driving the kids to school, but I'm podcasting. It's like, I want to be showered before I come here. I don't want to show up here like a rat. So, but a a lot of the time I would drive my kids to school and do those errands before I shower. And then I'd come home. So sometimes it's really more about, Oh, remember to have a shower first thing in the morning because you're podcasting later. Because you have a busy day. Mm -hmm. I see. That makes a little more sense. (laughs) I don't know that I need to write that down in my week at a glance, but it doesn't go in the week at a glance. Yeah, no, no. Just just in your daily just the daily. Yeah, daily. No. Do you you both are list makers? Are you list makers? Oh yeah. 100%. Me too. Yeah. I don't know how anybody functions without yeah. a list. 
I just consolidated my list this morning because I was like, I have like random list on like five different pieces of scrap paper. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, why? Why? I, I have, have a notebook. notebook. I have a notebook too. But like somehow the notebook inevitably is not where I am at that moment. Yeah. So like I start a new list and yeah. then I have them all over the place. Yeah, but so. like rewriting the lists, I don't know. It's just part of my process where I yes. feel like I'm rewriting it because it's it helps sort of um, prioritize sometimes because- I don't know about you guys. I'm assuming that your lists are never ending. <laughs> They're just no. not even realistic. No. Getting correct. done in a day. Yeah. No. no? Like. No. Yeah. 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 yeah yes. It, yes. You're, you're correct. Yes. So it, it's like I know that in my bones that this is unrealistic. <laughs> this is probably the amount that I should be looking to accomplish in a month, right. not in a day. And yet I just can't stop myself from doing that. So with that in mind, throughout the day. I'm rewriting lists to sort of prioritize, to hone in on, okay, what actually needs to happen today? <laughs> now, do you yeah. think list writing is a form of managing anxiety? And it's a form of managing life. I don't know about anxiety, but. Because the writing I mean, list over and over again is interesting to me. I wonder if that helps you not only keep track of it, but calm you down a little bit to feel like you have some. You're in control of it. I wonder. Is it just well, I think I think you're right because my list has things that clearly I'm not accomplishing today. Right? This thing. Okay, Lily's vest. Right? Her fucking Girl Scout vest that does not have the patches sewn on it. Don't right? That has been me. on the list for probably six months. It's going to be on there for another six months. Let's be honest. Until she needs to like wear it somewhere presentable, I'm not sewing those fucking badges on because they're a pain in the ass. Yeah. Why the hell we can't iron them on? I don't know. Yeah. But, um. That has been on the list, right? So of course, when I rewrite the list, that doesn't go on my Monday to-do list because we all know it's not happening. Oh, you have daily to-do lists? Oh, I yeah. sort of revise. Oh, that. Yeah, that's the like stuff that gets redone is like, oh, what is really happening oh, today? Oh, so you just have one master list mm -hmm. that keeps getting crossed off and mm -hmm. then do you just keep adding to it mm -hmm. or is it like a weekly list or how does this no, work? No, no. <laughs> I just have one. I have a notebook that mm -hmm. I sit down and write down the shit that I need to do. Mm -hmm. and I don't prioritize it. I just, I need, I need it. It's more like a dump list. Like this is all the stuff I have yes. to do. It's not the minutia. I need to go to the grocery store. I need to, right. it's not that. It's like, I need to make an appointment with a neurologist for Isla's migraines. Uh, Isla, I need to do first aid training. Yes. I need yes. To I need to do, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like that, the stuff. That I, I have, have that to too. Uh, schedule the groomer. Uh, schedule your dental hygienist appointment. It's like that. So I, uh, if I have a daily thing that needs to be done today, I'll put it on the list and I just know it's for today. But if I don't have a, a that master list. Well, that's why you don't have showering on your list. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do that bullshit. Yes, it doesn't go well, Okay, but when list. do you revise this master list? How say, do you re say, when do you revise this master when list? When I've crossed so much off that it's relatively done. And then I'll move over to another page and move the things that I didn't get done and then continue to add. Interesting. And then I cross it off and then move and continue yeah. to add. I don't function that way. Mm. Yeah. Because I don't need to know that I need to go to the grocery store. I know that I need to go to the yeah, grocery store. Yeah, that doesn't go on my list either. I don't, but... I don't need to figure out dinner, like that kind of stuff. It's all, it's all the, it's a to-do list. Like I have to take an action somehow with another person usually. Yeah, mine like is that too. But then all of a sudden, like 
you know, making the neurologist appointment didn't happen today for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So like, it's got to go on the list for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's you know what, what I yeah. mean? So but I don't have it for every day. I just keep the oh. list running until mm-hmm. the list is probably three quarters done. And then is more marked out than not. Yeah. Then I'll just move the stuff I didn't finish over and start a clean list. And then after a while I'll go, this has been on my list forever. I'm doing this first. I'm going to handle this one. Let me get this one that I keep putting off for whatever reason. And then that's how I do it. I don't, I don't assign a day. Maybe it would be helpful if I assigned a day. You know what I did years ago, I keep trying to get back to, and I can't. And I wonder if it's because of the way we work digitally now that, that we weren't as digital then, but I used to have a day for a duty, like, right. Like Mm -hmm. Monday was my, like set my week up for success day. So I would Mm -hmm. look through a bunch of stuff and figure out what I needed to book or schedule and go through that master list and, you know, plan or knock a bunch of that shit off. And then like Tuesday was an errand day where I just spent the day running around. Wednesday was a volunteer day. So I'd work on stuff for Girl Scouts and stuff for elementary school when we were there. And any volunteerism Thursday was always like my bookkeeping day when I was handling all of our books. That was the day I just dealt with finances. And then Friday was like a free day where I could fill in whatever I missed throughout the week. You know, you told us about yeah. this in one of our very earliest Yeah, I podcasts. used to do that. Yeah. And it functioned really That's well for idea. me. But the way that life seems to be yeah. happening now, everything's so immediate that it's hard to say, I'll get back to you on Wednesday. I've forgotten it by then because everything is so immediate. So I wonder if my day planner, I sit down and, and, and schedule what I need to do because my week's... What happened actually is this podcast and the podcast, Mm -hmm. my guests delegate my week. So I can't say no to someone who can do Wednesday when Wednesday was my day to work on volunteerism. So my scheduling, my rigid Mm -hmm. scheduling couldn't work once I started the podcast because the podcast had to be very open and kind right. of free flowing. Yeah. You don't have like Tuesdays booked off for podcasts. Yeah. It's if I did that, then I could never yeah. do my podcast because it's hard enough now just getting my, my workout in and, and trying to keep that sacred. I can't also take a whole day sacred and not do. So now that we're talking about it, I've figured out that's why I didn't do that. So I wonder if I do the week at a glance, I know usually when my podcast is happening on Sunday that week, I can say, okay, well then this week, Thursday is my day to, you know, work on volunteerism next week. It may have to be Wednesday because of my podcast schedule. Maybe that's what I should start doing. Mm. Cause I'm going to try the master list, um, technique. Are you? <laughs> I'll try it this week. I think if I did a daily list, it, I would get really overwhelmed. It is overwhelming. I, I think it would make me feel like I can never do this in a day. So in a master list, mm. I go, I just need to get this done in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, if I it like gets a sense of accomplishment though, of like, every, I, every I day. do it, I do my list on my notes app. Uh-huh. And so I cut and paste. So when I, when oh, I'm done easy. with something, I move uh-huh. it to the bottom of done. So I have a done section. So sometimes I can reassure myself and just some days when I feel like oh, I got nothing accomplished today, yeah. whatever those days mm-hmm. when you make all those phone calls for yeah. the doctor's appointments or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, I made all the phone calls and I still don't have the appointments. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, then I can at least go, Oh wow. I did a you lot. Did, yeah. yeah. It's, I oh, think that's it's why slick. I like writing it. Me Cause too. I can see the crossing it out. Me and too. Do that, both, like you do both. <laughs> Digital notes I don't, do, don't both. do it for me either. No. Like I've tried to keep it. It's good for like 
oh my God, I'm at the drugstore. I don't yes. have a notebook. Yes. I'm going to stick it in yes. here, but I'll and always transfer it. Yes, what I do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because I like to write it and cross it off. Me too. Me too. Cross it off. And I, I like do. my cute <laughs> notebook. Maybe I'll start. And I like writing it because it does help me remember it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Like if I put it in my phone, fuck, if I don't uh, open yeah. that. Like, Everything's in that phone. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I can't it. find anything. No, I can't find <laughs> anything in the damn phone. <laughs> yes. It's the worst. It's like the black hole. Yeah. A little bit. It just goes. And I go, I know I read that. Yeah. Okay. Let's search by Kathy. Okay. Let's search by Franken. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's search by Girl Scouts. <laughs> okay. Let's search by date. No, it's in the void. Yeah. I hate it. And I somehow have two notes applications. Hmm. So like oh. I have notes and Evernote and I can never remember which one I use. Oh, no. <laughs> you need to delete one of them. Uh, no, uh, I should uh, delete one of them, but they're like on the phone. Like, I don't know. It takes too much effort. So like, I got to figure out like, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I so, should anyway. wrap it up because I have to go to mother daughter luncheon. This is the luncheon where there's a boutique. I love me a good boutique. <laughs> I love me a good silent auction. There's no silent auction. This one's just boutiques, but, um, yeah, so thank you for talking about Very this. Exciting. Thank you because I am actually going to do, I am going to today, maybe tomorrow, go find <laughs> a day planner. I bet they have day planners that have like notes in it so I could make my list. Staples. In the back then. Mm-hmm. Staples? That's where Lily gets hers every year. Are they cute can. though? I don't want like a black. They have really cute ones. She, yeah, she's very they're particular. They're super cute ones at Target, but even oh, at Target Home has Goods, cute ones. Home yeah. Goods has really cute ones too. Yeah, I don't want a black at a glance. Oh yeah, remember no, no, those? No. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with the embossed. <laughs> well, thank you. Do you feel better? Did you get some stuff off your chest about <laughs> volunteering or no? Some. I realize mm-hmm. that I have. I need to prioritize and figure things out. Mm-hmm. pending <laughs> yeah i need to too i think this organization yeah. i don't know why I, it is the podcast that's that is what made me stop functioning that way and when i functioned that way i remember not feeling as overwhelmed as i feel now so maybe i just need to to plan it differently not be so rigid i don't know i don't know i feel like life has thrown a lot more at us lately too which is always tricky maybe so you know, well, it's always been nice anyway. volunteering with you ladies. We've volunteered <laughs> at school. We volunteered mm-hmm. at Girl Scouts. It's it's awesome. I, I really do. I really am grateful um, for volunteering because I've met all my yeah. closest friends. Um, volunteering. So and it's yeah, fun. Same. It's rewarding. It fun. Like there's a reason we keep coming back to it, despite all the shit that comes along with it. There's a reason that you continue to do it. You're right. You know, yeah, and that's the bigger picture. It's the cookies. It's the cookies. <laughs> Fucking cookies. It's the Girl Scout cookies <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, ladies. Right, enjoy, enjoy your, your day. Oh, it'll be fun. I can't wait. I got Isla a mozzarella and uh, tomato basil sandwich, and she's like, "I can't wait to get to that sandwich." <laughs> she's so funny. It's <laughs> like, no, the simple things for that girl. <laughs> no, okay, fine. So, yeah, it'll be fun. All right, until next time. All right.